Hello, and welcome to the Trial Lawyer Podcast. My name is Gabriel White. I'm from the law firm of White and Garner. And today we have another uh, special episode. Uh, we decided that we're going to try and make our, our rants a regular thing because um, venting makes this uh, profession we've chosen a little better. And um, we thought the last ones were funny. I don't know. Maybe we're wrong. Anyway, hopefully you'll enjoy. Um, there, we got Scott Powers from Snow Christensen and Martineau and my partner, Dan Garner, uh, ranting about uh, a few topics. And we hope that you will enjoy it. Okay, my rant for today is going to be on the fact that people continue, and this is a lot of times happens in the political process, but often in the law, it's kind of connected to yours, is that they are trying to always attach motives or, and they're always disingenuous for the other side. So the tax referendum that just happened with the state legislature where they're taxing services and food and lots of other things. So the rant is basically, no, I don't want to join your Facebook page because every single, because no one can tell which side I'm on because, you know, I tend to argue with both sides, which is beautiful because, you know, not one side holds truth, I think, but whatever. Uh, Just be like honest. So it seems like all the legislature, all they're saying, they're like, we haven't even read the bill. And all these people are spending hours and hours of time to collect signatures, to do what they think is right, and the legislature says just is dismissive. Like, well, you haven't even read it. And the other side's going, yes, we have read it. Of course, we've read it. And here's the problem with it. All of the, and you know they go on their list of things of why it's wrong. So basically, my rant is is to not just be so dismissive all the freaking time. People have opinions and there's usually a reason behind them and maybe we should listen more and talk less and that's it maybe not on a podcast though maybe we should talk more and listen less on the podcast right no i disagree because otherwise it'd just be silence i know but that would be can you imagine maybe we could do a podcast where we're like soothing silent sounds of putting helping people put go to bed so, like, just whale sounds would be the podcast no. episode? Or no. Mm-mm. Just, uh, just silence. silence. Yeah. So, basically the same thing as if people turn their device off. No, because there's sounds in the house. What? It'd be different sounds. Okay, now that we've heard uh, some interesting ideas from Dan, uh, let's see what bright ideas I wanted to rant about this time. But before we get into that, just a brief word from our sponsors. Unfortunately, most lawyers are never available when you need them. Many of them don't put your interests first. The lawyers at White & Garner do things differently. We take each case very seriously. We will always put your interests first. We represent people who have been injured in accidents. We also handle commercial litigation cases. Other law firms assign your case to a paralegal or secretary and put that person in charge of managing your case. 
Getting your actual attorney on the phone can be a nightmare, no matter how important your case. At our firm, every case is important, and every client gets our full attention. We only take cases that we are comfortable taking all the way to a jury trial. Every move we make helps us better prepare your case for trial. To get the best results at trial, you need a lawyer that is paying attention and that is not afraid of a jury. You need the lawyers at White & Garner. Each client of White & Garner has access to their attorney at any time, any day of the week. You can talk directly to your attorney about your case at any time, day or night. If we do miss your call, we will get back to you within 24 hours. If you hire a lawyer from White & Garner, we will be there for you when you need us. That is our promise, and we keep our promises. Um, I am so incredibly tired of insurance adjusters, insurance companies, or insurance counsel who pretend or who argue, um, you know, for uh, a on a you know particular settlement value of a case or you know what to be done with a case that that they're standing on principle that the cost to them of taking a particular action doesn't matter to them that they don't consider some category of damages you know that'll you know for example interest that's going to be prejudgment interest is added on in pretty much every case um, at trial by the judge where there's a recovery, there is there's a prejudgment interest. I am sick and tired of being in a mediation or a negotiation and saying, well, the insurance company won't consider that. Or the insurance company is not going to consider the attorney's fees it's going to cost them to defend this case. They, they make their decision based on the facts and the principles of the case, which is malarkey. Um, insurance companies, they, they use the word company in there for a reason. It's a business. And insurance adjusters are not, you know, raised like the Cabbage Patch Kids out in a loving garden where, you know, they, uh, where peace and love reign and it's, it, it uh, only showers uh, lightly to give the plants the water they need. And then they're plucked up when they're the right age to go to a good home. Um, in fact, they are, they exist um, solely for the purpose of making money. I mean, that's why they're there. I don't care how many commercials you've watched that say they're there to protect you or they're there to, you know, be a good neighbor or whatever. That's, that's not their purpose. Their purpose is to make money. And um, I understand that. Uh, they understand that. But then for some reason, on particular cases, they, they pretend like like they don't understand it. It's the weirdest thing. It's like, you know, I guess you can't even use the term the elephant in the room because uh, they want you not only to not talk about the elephant in the room, they want to pretend like it doesn't exist and are offended if you're not willing to recognize that too. I mean, uh, the last time this came up, somebody said, well, you know, I, I'm not interested in the costs that we're going to incur in going to trial. What my bosses really care about is, you know, the principle and the facts and the law that are, that are, we believe are on our side. And it's like, what? You, you want me to pretend like you don't care about money? Uh, and that's like 
trying to pretend that LeBron James doesn't care about basketball. Um, nobody's going to believe that. And, and yet it's so bizarre because they want you to believe it and they'll get upset if you accuse them of being what they are. I'm like, well, of course you guys care about what it's going to cost to try this case. Of course you guys care about, you know, how much time you're going to be taking out of your insured's lives, or at least your insured's care about it. Um, because that's how you make your money is by getting claims resolved, uh, for a reasonable amount of money and, you know, not spending too much on legal expenses. And I, I know this because I've been an insurance defense attorney before, and I've been even to conferences of major, 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 for example, transportation companies where they get up and they talk about how their legal expenses are too high and they're spending too much money on attorneys and they want you to, they want their attorneys who are taking their cases to figure out ways to settle cases sooner. And then you'll go to the same conference one or two years down the road and you'll hear from the company's CFO, who's flown in from another country, saying, we are settling way too many cases and spending way too much on on you know settling these cases we view as frivolous and they're the same type of cases they thought should be quickly paid the year before um so we want you to you know to fight these harder and we think that we're going to make more plaintiffs go away and it's not that the insurance company takes a different position it's not that they change their mind about what they want to do with a particular type of case that that gets me so uh upset it's that they pretend like this is that it's real that it's true and that it's what they've wanted all along that there is no change and act like i'm being a jerk or i'm being crazy when i point out that you know they uh, this is something that they've you know that that they've gone go back and forth on all the time and that of course they care about the money that it's going to cost of course they care about, about you know, ev- all the damages that could be entered in a trial. And it's illogical, ludicrous uh, bullshit that, to claim that they don't. And you know, that, that is really what gets me steamed. And then to have another attorney who I know has been around the block and who knows this, try to say to me with a straight face, that, well, even though, you know, there's only a few thousand dollars between where my client's willing to settle the claim and where their client's willing to settle the claim, that his client isn't going to negotiate with us anymore and I'm going to meet him halfway because, you know, his client feels strongly about the principles of this thing. And I'm like, really? Your international multi-billion dollar insurance company cares really strongly about a case, you know, in the $10,000 or $12,000 range, they feel really, is that in their corporate mission statement? Of course it's not. And, you know, if they want to portray that on TV or if they want to, you know, they want to get, you know, some famous actor to say that in a deep voice, great. But don't, don't say that to me. Don't come into my house and tell me a lie and, and get upset when I point out that it's a lie. Um, uh, don't do that. Well, at least you can say I tried. Um, 
Now to uh, round out the group, Scott Powers, again of Snow Christian Center Martineau, will be giving his us his um, weekly rant. We're thinking of adding a segment to our normal show um, that is the Lawyer Nerd Corner. And uh, Scott will be heading up that uh, corner if we um, go ahead with those plans. And so here is an example of, of what you might have in store. Take a listen. Aren't you going to introduce us? All right. Well, no, there's no introduction. Okay. So Gabe wants me to rant about something. And I came in here. We were going to do a podcast about punitive damages. And I thought, oh, puny. And then it reminded me of Jar Jar Binks in episode one saying, oh, I'm going to be punished. And then it reminded me of all the stupid crap that Jar Jar says in that movie. And, I, you know, people have ranted and raved and cried about how episode one sucks. And they've done it for years and years. But I think that it's important that we as a society continue to remind ourselves about the horrible things that have happened in our history so that they don't happen again. In episode one, I'm sorry to say it, is one of the great travesties that has been inflicted. Never Never forget. forget. That has been inflicted on our collective... You know, psyche. That was a good sidestep. Yeah, the, so I didn't refer to any particular uh, horrible event in the past so right. that they don't have, you know, <laughs> someone or the other crying, yelling, yelling at me for having uh, made the analogy. Long story short, uh, I think movies need a common sense consultant, right? I, I, I'm here, right? You, you know, I think hiring an attorney, I, I feel like I could be hired as a common sense consultant. If any of you... Uh, aspiring, you know, heads of studios out there need someone to look at your movie and tell you why it sucks. I'm happy to help you with that. But someone needed to do that in episode one. Someone needed to say, what if we have this this character talk like this? And maybe throw a few lines. We've got a line right now that my whole family is throwing out as a joke. Jaja, use the boomer. Misa no have a boomer. There, he's, he's like, Jar Jar, use a grenade. I don't have a grenade. But the way they said it just hurts. And, of course, my kids love it, and they love it because it sucks, and they recognize that it sucks. Now They live in a, what's that the, show that does the theater 3000 or whatever? Yeah, it's, they do. They do. It's Mystery Science 3000. But to, to take Star Wars, which is something that we all grew up with as something being great, and then to immediately follow it with Episode 1, which was Mystery Science theater 3000 worthy is just a travesty it's a travesty it's like making lawrence of arabia with you know bobcat goldthwait you know the the sequel just don't don't do it just stop it anyway if a creativity consultant or i'm sorry if a studio head needs a creativity consultant that wants to just talk about why stuff is not a good idea and needs me to weigh in with some common sense Episode one is not the only thing. Hollywood's throwing a lot, throwing out a lot of stupidity. So there you go. Let me let me let me help you with your rant a little bit because that was kind of a short rant. Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Discuss. Fridge, fridge. People are not so stupid that action for act. No, actually, I take that back. People are so stupid because I think we've seen with the Fast and Furious movies, and I'm about to anger. Two-thirds of the American populace here. That are in jail. But the Fast and the Furious movies have gotten to the point where people... I appreciate that you can suspend disbelief. 
you know, with movies and to, you know, I just want to have some fun. I want to see stuff. But when you go so far afield as to think that a refrigerator is going to save you from a nuclear blast and that you can be thrown hundreds of feet in the air and miles and miles in distance in the fridge and roll out of it like nothing happened, even even the stupids here in, in, in the world are going to say, you know what, that's just not how it works. And, and, and you would think that people would not like that. And I think that Kingdom of Crystal Skull had an issue with that, right? People called them out. They stopped saying jump the shark and now they're saying nuke the fridge. But <laughs> the pro- yeah, they are. It's a thing. Uh, but, but the problem you're running into nowadays is that with the Fast and Furious movies, if you watch those movies, that movie is full of fridge nuking portions. The whole movie is just a nuked fridge, right? From, from scene to scene, the, the equivalent of a fridge gets nuked over and over again. People are jumping off of tanks. Jones, and, it's technically, it's, just, it's a sci-fi movie, right? Because they, they introduced aliens. So it's a more magical place, is all no. I'm saying. Well, and, in that movie, they well, introduce yeah, aliens, that's right? that's fine. But again... But in Fast and Furious, it's supposed to be reality. Like, there no, is no, like... Okay. There's no... Spo- well, the first one... Well, the first, the first people, one was which is the legitimate, and then it just gets crazier and, be, and crazier. I'm going to get hate letters if there's not If there's a wizard in the next Fast and Furious <laughs> movie, honestly, that would probably be a better thing because then you'd be like, oh, oh so that's why you can <laughs> jump off a car over two lanes of traffic onto a tank and it's okay. Or you, or you can jump your, jump your car off the back end of another car, have it spin three times in the air, and then land on the back of a train going in the opposite direction and then get out with machine guns and storm the train. Which is why the other guys is hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so there you go. Other guys is a great show because it makes fun of that kind of crap, but movies need a common sense consultant. The movie industry needs a common sense consultant. And ladies and gentlemen, I am available. And as Rowers is here to announce the formation of the common sense consulting group, I'll watch a movie. Christensen You're going to have to do some reshoots. Now. You're going to have to do some reshoots. But uh, I think Every I can time, help you. I yeah, think I see you in there with Steven Spielberg. Like, all right, you see this part here? Sucks. Sucks. This part here where the monkey somehow figures out the math necessary to launch the shuttle? That yeah, just stop. That, that doesn't make any sense. Just We're going to have to rewrite the whole movie. Mm, yeah. 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 Or <laughs> lose a lot of money. One of the two. It's like, who... who, who? Who green-lighted cats? Yeah. Like, <laughs> who thought that? Who was in that room? <laughs> who thought that was a good He's idea? Like, yeah, let's... Anyway, they could ask me. I've seen Rub Tub Tugger. Yeah, no. That's of course a bad you song. have. I don't even know. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that about does it for an, our second edition of Lunatic Rants here at the Trial Lawyer Podcast. Um, again, please, uh, if you like the show, please uh, keep downloading and listening and let us know on iTunes. You can also uh, find us by going to a website that hosts this podcast, saltlaketrialattorney.com, and check it out there. Um, and, uh, you know, if you get a chance, drop us a line and let us know what you think. Thanks. <laughs>